Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 163, and today's topic is Snowfall, season five, episode nine, titled Departures. The description reads, Jerome and Louis separate themselves from Franklin. So y'all already know, we about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. Um, Don't forget, you guys can always find me on social media. Alicia Shanice for Facebook. Alicia Shanice Reviews for IG. If you want to email me, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any requests for it could be a documentary, it could be a TV show, it could be a movie, or it could be a music album. Hit me up, give me a couple days to get back to you, and I will get your recap request out within a week. Um, after I'm done recapping i will go ahead and play the trailer as always and then i have a sleeper for you guys you know what i'm saying in my joe button style shout out to the pod father um normally have any church announcements sorry i'm a day late happy friday by the way if you guys get out be safe have fun protect that energy at all time um no church announcements uh we have the season finale dropping this week of Power Book 4-4, so I will be back on for that as well. Big Sky is on break, so no Big Sky until May. But I do have a few things coming up, and I will announce them when we get that close. I think you're going to like them. I think you're going to like the few pods I've been working on and a few ideas we've been working on. But we'll talk about that Sunday when I do that season finale recap um that's pretty much it that's pretty much it don't forget you can always follow my um music playlist they're on spotify under shanice loves you know what i'm saying my music ears they go long range so you know it's the holiday weekend you want some good music to listen to all you got to do is go to spotify type in that shanice loves it will take you to all of my playlists and it's a whole vibe it's a whole vibe so on that note Let's go ahead and jump into the show and talk about Mr. Franklin Saint. Let's talk about Snowfall, y'all. Name is Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So this episode opens up. We see Kane. He outside with his boys. You know, got all his peoples with him. He laughing outside the pool hall. Lighting up a cig. Chilling. Having him a good time. Just, just, Just out chilling with his boys. And we see Buckley punk ass sitting in the car with one of his partners. They come out shooting. Kane them takes off. 
it cuts directly to the next scene where we see Buckley talking to another detective, lying his ass off about how they got a tip that they were selling cocaine outside the pool hall. And, you know, when they ran up, they just got to shooting at them. And now we see Buckley, his partner, his partner is dead. So now we got a, a dead cop. It shows him lying his ass off talking about Kane had a gun, but him chasing after Kane. Kane didn't have no gun, and it shows him shooting Kane. But we see Kane ain't dead. Kane is not dead, y'all. So it goes into the next scene. And we see our boy Leon. He's standing on top of the roof of the projects. Got a drink in his hand, watching the sun rise. It shows Franklin in his nice fancy penthouse, waking up in that nice big bed all by his lonesome. Looking like he didn't had a long night from tripping off that LSD. Leon goes over to Franklin's house. <clears throat> this is his first time being over there. This is his first time being over there. It's a big disconnect in their friendship, but they're still brothers. But when he walks in, he's like, shit, look at this place. So he tells him, well, first, Franklin, like, I've been meaning to invite you over here. Yeah, right, Franklin. You mean, <laughs> yeah, right. So he tells him about the pool hall and how three of Kane people is dead and Kane is in surgery. Franklin takes it all in. He's calm. He like, what you want me to do about it, Lee? So he like, what? He like, look, I'm not finna yell like I always do. I can't tell you what to do, nor can I tell Louie or Jerome what to do. All I can say is I got so much to lose. It's more important shit going on. I got an unborn baby on the way. Um, and I'm just not going to war with my family. But if that's what you want to do, I'm not going to stand in your way. So. Leon, like, all right, all right. We see a big disappointment in Leon's face, a disconnect there. And when he walks over there and sees that Franklin hasn't even read the book he gave him, it's just a big disappointment. And he keeps bringing up this book. I'm hoping that we find out what the book is in the season finale because it has to be something important, you know. So he walks out and then it goes to Jerome and Louis. Now they waking up in a nice hotel room. Happy off of that wedding bliss. Talking about, you know, their upcoming trip for their honeymoon. And, you know, they ignoring the outside world. They ain't paying no attention to the pagers going off, the phone calls they getting about all of the chaos that Miss Louie has created in their world. So it cuts to the next scene. And we see punk ass Buckley. He is brought into the office. An officer is dead for an unauthorized mission that they went on that wasn't even a real tip. So he is um, drug tested. They bring um, the guy in from the lab to take his blood. And we already know how that's going to come back. <laughs> so he's suspended until AI's investigation is complete. He goes on his little, you know, I ain't the, I ain't the house nigga speech and all of that to the, <laughs> to the detective. The detective, I'm thinking he the chief. He like, I shine my own shoes. <laughs> And you suspended, motherfucker. <laughs> so Buckley, they could tell he was high right there. He walks out pissed. And so we get into the next scene. And Franklin goes to talk to Veronique. And, you know, she tells him, like, I know you don't want to hear this, but I kind of understand why Louie did what she did. And she like, and who, 
who puts LSD in a in a bowl of chocolate? She said, I could have, you know, had some of that. So Franklin, like, I don't even want to think about that. And she like, you could have called me if you was in trouble. So he tells her like, look, oh, we talked because remember he had that vision of her telling her that, you know, she'll end up betraying him and he can't be a gangster and a family man at the same time. So, you know, he just tells her like, you know, we talked all right, but I don't want to talk about that right now. I just want to know, can we, can we get away? Can we get out of town for a minute? Get some time, just me and you. So after they decide they're going to take them a little mini trip, it goes into the next scene and Sissy meets up with Ruben who has shaved his beard off and looks completely different. And my dumb ass wanted to smack my own self because I thought that was him, but I did not realize for all of my day one Narcos watchers, y'all know we love Narcos over here on this platform. That's El Chapo. That's Chapo from um, Narcos Mexico. I never realized that. So <laughs> you know what? When I seen that was Lil Chapo, I said, uh, I fuck with Ruben. <laughs> I fuck with Ruben heavy. <laughs> but anyway, um, they kind of talk. And this is like a side note. It's kind of going off into the season finale. And I'll talk about that more when I play the trailer. But we seen at the end, Teddy wasn't too happy. I know everybody is mad about Sissy working with Ruben. But Ruben might be the one who saves Franklin. And I'll talk about that towards the end. But he basically has to remind her, like, look, you know what I'm saying? I had to shave my beard because you almost blew my cover. And she was like, I was drugged. So he tells her, like, look, he has to, you know, kind of remind her how it was when she first came to him. And he tells her, like, you know, I did get something, you know, Avi and Gustavo when I got a plan in motion right now. But from here on out, you need to put all of that paranoid, you know, childish games and excuses. Leave it here today. Because from here on out, it won't be no more of that. It's either you're in or you're out. But we ain't playing around with you no more, sissy. So Teddy and the freak doctor Parissa going to meet up with Avi. And after Ivy is all done flirting with Parissa, him and Teddy talk business. Teddy tells him he needs triple the numbers of guns because it's coming to the point where the Sandinistas are getting weak and he is ready to win this war. Now, I don't know where, where they're going with this because in true to form, what really happened, the war did not end in 1986 and the show is supposed to be in the year 1986 right now. And we know how that happened with the war. So clearly Ivy not gonna get them guns to him anyway because of what happened but Ivy like okay he ends up telling him about how the uh whole wedding was drugged and Teddy kind of figures out that's what made Franklin call him like that and then he tells him like well I hope you know you're trying to go ahead and end this war I hope that's not the end of our business dealings and Teddy like all the stuff you know about me oh it'll be another war we'll still be doing business so it cuts into the next scene and Leon goes to see Kane will check on Kane in the hospital. Now he talks to one of Kane's boys and he lets them know, like, I didn't do any of this. He lets them know that the bullet got a spine in his back and he will never walk again. So we know Kane, when he gets out of surgery, he about to be a beast. Run, Louie. Bitch, you better run. So Leon tells him like he ain't had nothing to do with it, but he don't give Louis up and it cuts to the next scene and Buckley takes his high ass over to his ex-wife house to see his kids just looking crazy. They get to arguing and she like, look, you is not finna see my kids. And when, I, when that drug test come back, ain't no telling what's about to happen to you. What's in your damn system? So 
Buckley just losing his mind. He looking like a straight, you know what. And with the state of mind Buckley is in, he don't even need to be around them kids. He'll, you heard him back there crying in the background because they was mad he was there in the first place. So we get into the next scene. And Leon goes to see Louie. And he like, you know, you lied to us. So she goes on to tell him like, no, I didn't technically lie. Y'all told me how y'all felt. I told y'all how I felt. And I decided to do it on my own. And you going on about how it's hard being a, a black man in America. Try for five minutes being a black woman. And every move I make got to be iron or I will be spit out. And I've been dealing with niggas like Kane my whole life who'd have messed me over. And y'all killed his brother. So he was cool for a minute, but he would have been back. So, you know, I guess that was her way of telling him I did what I had to do. So he tells her like, look, Kane ain't dead. And he didn't give her up, but expect blowback because they're going to find out exactly who put them cops on them. So he ends up leaving out. We see Franklin and Veronique. They take them a little mini trip on his jet. I was just like, that's what's up right there. That's what's up. So when they, you know, get on the beach and talk, he tells her about the dream he had and about, you know, what she was telling him about the betrayal in the dream and not being able to be a gangster and a family man at the same time. So he, you know, tells her, like, I haven't even always been honest with you and let you know I've killed people. I'm a monster. I'm this. You know what I'm saying? He lets her know who he really is. And she basically tells him, like, look, I'm, I knew who you were and I still chose to be with you. I'm in love with you. She goes on to tell him about when her and her mom used to travel and, you know, do scams on people. And they came up to one guy most of the time when they got their mark, they got them and got on out. But one time they didn't and the man almost killed her and her mom but when he was strangling her her mom killed him and she was like 13 so she like I'm also the girl who chose to choose a different path and go to college and law school she like so I know who you are and I want to be with you but I also want to win I want to get out of this alive so they have them a, a nice little moment you know they have them um a nice little moment <clears throat> nice outing so it goes into the next scene and Teddy and Gustavo meet with Louie for the first drop with her alone. And she meets the real Teddy that Franklin's been dealing with because after he gives her all of them, congratulations, I'm happy for you. He like, uh, where's Jerome and who the hell is this guy? And she like, oh, Jerome probably won't be making it to most of the drops. Cause remember Jerome tired of the game. He ready to go back to jamming Jerome's. So he like, oh no, 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 we, we not doing that. If I don't see Jerome, I don't want to see nobody. She like, bro, I don't roll without my security. He said, yes, you do now. <laughs> so how Louie thought she was about to just come in there like she was the godmother and get to doing all of this, Teddy letting her know, no, 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 we're going to do it Teddy's way, okay? So she gets in the car pissed. And Gustavo, he like approaches Teddy like, do you think this is smart, selling to both sides of the same family like this? This could lead to a blood feud. And Teddy like, Gustavo, Franklin, I like that. He wouldn't go to war with his family. Gustavo like, shit. Teddy like, you know something? I don't know. You remember Teddy and Teddy is disconnected. And Gustavo and Franklin had, had this bond, especially from that tiger shit. So Gustavo like, for number one, Franklin is young. He got his pride. And this is business. Like, all right. All right. Yeah, all right. It ain't going to be no blood for you. So Teddy like, well. 
he will get over it or even or either he won't get over it so we go into the next scene and we see buckley in the car <laughs> he in the car getting high <laughs> he was in the car getting high you know what I'm saying vacuum cleaning his nose but I guess he wanted a rock to go with it. So he get out. He go over to one of the corner boys. He like, let me get 20. Dude like, go on, man. That ain't me. He like, nigga, let me get 20. <laughs> Dude like, bruh, I can smell the bacon, the bacon all over you. Go on with that shit. So Buckley get to going crazy, pulls out his gun. Like I was going to pay for it, but now I'm going to take it, motherfucker. <laughs> now give me that damn rock. One of the other dudes throw him the rock. Child, Buckley take dude. Like he got him hostage walking him to that car. He jump in that car like a straight, you know, fiend. You know, it take off. And I'm like, Buckley, you need to chill out, bro. You're sweating. You're losing it. It's going to be all right. <laughs> so we get into one of my favorite scenes of this episode. Leon goes to see Wanda Bell. Now, y'all know I love me some Wanda Bell. And Wanda Bell did get out there for a minute. Wanda Bell got out there for a minute. But he tells her, like, I was tripping off LSD like everybody else. But I remember what I told you. And I meant every word of it. Now, we got to take ourselves back. Because some people are like, I never take her back. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Wanda did some fucked up shit. But we got to go back to the 80s, y'all. We got to go back to the 80s. This was a new high. Nobody knew they were about to turn into crackheads, rockheads. Nobody, it was a new high. So all of the stuff that they were experimenting in, they didn't know they were about to walk away from their families, children, sell their bodies, so much stuff. Check out my crack uh, recap documentary. We talked about this in depth. He he brought her around that he so he feels a little bit responsible for her as well you know everybody is grown everybody we have to be responsible for our own actions but this was a different time and a lot of dope dealers did get their women hooked on drugs and they didn't know that they were about to turn into that because like i said it was a new high wanda is the only girl he ever loved he tells her that and she like i never got over you i still love you and he like look you didn't been hurt you didn't been doing going through this i want us to go to africa i want us to go to other countries i want us to travel i want us to try to help our people and do it together so we get an emotional reunion with those two and he tells her about how she can get a passport he got all the money he can take care of them they kind of hug it out so i'm hoping that they'll work this has happened before um in in with many people so i'm hoping we can get that and she can stay clean wanda is looking very beautiful i love her and liliana together i remember when she first got to getting high in season two and he had to take her to that house and pin her up and she's like why are you doing this he's like because i love you and that was a sincere because i love you you know what i'm saying so i'm hoping the best for these two and i really enjoyed the scene so we get into the next scene and we see Jerome and Louie talking in the office about Buckley and how they might have to take him out because Buckley then lost his mind. Now, while they're talking about Buckley, Franklin, one of the girls come up and tells them Frank Franklin is downstairs. So when Franklin talks to them, you know, he tells them like, look, I'm not mad. 
I understand why you did what you did on how you handled Cain. I was wrong. And, you know, I'm just tired of arguing. I just want to be a family again. You know, like another a union, like we were at first. Like it was all about family. I don't want no beef. I don't want none of that, you know. So they're like, okay, cool. That's what we want too. And then they dropped the news on them, on him. Louis like, well, <laughs> you know what, y'all? Let me just play it. It's your choice. I was wrong. Man enough to admit that I was. And for that, I'm sorry. I just want us to come out of this in one piece, and I believe the best way to do that is as a family, so... We want the same thing. Good. Good. But there's one thing you need to know before we can make that happen. I approached Teddy, made a deal to buy my cocaine directly from him. You went to the plug behind my back. We told you we wanted to run our business our way. By completely destroying my business in the process, 90% of what I move is through you. Uh, we know that, but this country is big enough for all of us. And most of our business is coming from other cities anyway. St. Louis, Little Rock. My expansion idea, which we made happen. We understand your position. And we agreed to give you one L.A. territory of your choice. Inglewood, Compton, whatever. <sighs> you did that for me. And what if I say fuck your fucking reasons? Good luck. Betrayal at its finest. That was a very strong scene, y'all. We get into the next one. Buckley arrives at the club. High. In distress. Depressed. Telling Louie all about his problems. <laughs> Louie like, that is not my problem. <laughs> but she tells him like, maybe it's a good thing. I can put you on a payroll full time. You got connections with the LAPD. We can use your resources. You're going to be just fine. So she tells him what he needs to hear, to hear but I have a feeling Buckley going to be dead soon. So we get into the next scene, and we see Ruben and one of his guys run up in Ivy's place. Now, Ivy, Ivy is an old school gangster. Ain't nothing new under the sun with him. And you know what I'm saying? He comes out with his gun. He ends up killing one of Ruben boys. They get into a scuffle. And Ivy hold his own. Ivy held his own. But Ivy's older. You know, he's older. Ruben does get the best of him. He goes into that Narcos El Chapo shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he knocks my man Ivy out. Now, I love me some Ivy, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Um, 
but Ivy not dead. So I don't know where they're going with that. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to take him in, question him. I don't know. But Ivy is an old school gangster. So I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, and he did a lot of CIA stuff in his own country. So we get into the final scene. And this is very, 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 very intense. Franklin and Teddy meet up at a diner. Teddy comes in all calm, gloating, ordering apple pie and shit. And Franklin, you know, he he's sitting there calm too. He apologizes for the phone call he made when he was tripping off that LSD. They end up talking about all of the money they made and everything that's happened over the last three years. He tells them like, you know, but I've never seen that coming with Auntie Louie. Never seen it coming. Teddy tells him like it wasn't personal. It was just business. Franklin, like, you know how many times I didn't use that line about how it was just business. So I get that. I get that. I get that. We have done a lot of great business together. Changed the game. A white dude from Kansas City and a black dude from South Central changed the fucking game. He told him he didn't help him with $56 million to help fund this Contra war. This illegal Contra war. Reagan's war, allegedly. So, he tells him, with all that being said, at this point, this partnership is over. <laughs> he like, I got my money. I got my lady. I got my baby on the way. I'm out. Good luck. <laughs> so, Teddy is not so happy. He like, look, all this because of what I did, you know, with Louis, it's just business. This don't have to be the end of our partnership. He like, you took my whole, like 90% of my customers away doing this deal. Like that's betrayal at its finest. So no, I want to walk out with Grace. So they both stand up, right? And have y'all ever noticed at the end of each season, Almost not season one, but I think season two and season three, it always ends with the awkward handshake with them two, where you're not knowing really where Teddy is about to come from. You never really know what Teddy has up his up, up his sleeve. They did it like that when he got him out of jail, right when he came back from being shot. Like they always end with that awkward handshake, and we know Teddy is not about to be up to anything good. Like. Franklin, he he thinking it's cool. Like, okay, you you got you got that. You got Louie. So all you need. I'm out. Say so like, all right. Good luck to you, Franklin. Then we hear this. ended epic ended great 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 show they great show this was the snowfall that i've been missing I, I i'll rate this one about a nine and a half it was a really really good episode the season finale is about to be fire so i'm about to play that trailer 
We'll do a little talk about that. And then I will play my sleeper. So here's the trailer, y'all. I'm in trouble. And I only wanted to help me. There might be a problem. My money is all gone. The game's about to change. Anybody has any doubt about what's about to happen, say it now. You do this, you'll get us all killed. You went behind my back. This ain't my problem. It's your problem. Everything. Just wait. Epic's just no Ooh, baby. Oh, Franklin money gone. I told y'all, I said, I bet y'all ain't nobody took that fucking money but Teddy. Teddy got that money. I don't know. Teddy got that money when he had dude doing all them wire transfers and looking through accounts. Teddy got that money. That's why I said, I said, yeah, everybody mad at Sissy right now for working with Ruben. But Ruben, by he been doing all his other intel on Teddy, he might be the one that can save Franklin. I don't know. That's just my theory. Who knows? It showed Franklin pulling out a pistol on Auntie Louis. I don't know where the hell that's going. And it look like it's about to be ready for war. Leon liked the game and never be the same. It also showed Franklin walking with Black Diamond in Dallas right along with one of Kane boys and it showed him seeing Kane in the hospital so I don't know if they gonna team up and they gonna go to war with Jerome and Louis and Teddy Gustavo Gustavo gonna end up looking out for Franklin some type of way but I got a feeling the season finale is about to be fire and leave us with a big ass cliffhanger because they already announced season six will be the last season so they gotta go out with a banger and I'm hoping they do us justice and bring us that John C Singleton feeling bring us that snowfall back you know um it's been a good season but bring us that that john singleton spirit back you know because with season one two and three and, and even four you know it had that john singleton touch on it it was something john singleton did that nobody else could do when he brought us that boys in the hood you know that feeling was there it was authentic it was real it was for the culture so i'm hoping that they keep it there with season six as well but i can't wait i can't wait i'm here for it so next thursday night i will be on with my recap and we're gonna be talking about that y'all i hope y'all enjoyed my recap for tonight i have a sleeper for you guys in my joe button style shout out to the pod father I love me some Joey. Um, here is my sleeper. I want to kind of keep it in the 80s and keep it in the, you know what I'm saying, the Bay Area, that Cali style. So I'm just going to play, you know what I'm saying, some South, some, some Bay Area stuff. Go back to the 80s, the late 80s. So you motherfuckers thought I was going to change my style. So what are you saying, Ty? I'm saying, Ty. To all you bitches, hoes, and all that shit. Here's another rap that I'm ready to spit. It goes like this. My name is short. I'm tearing shit up like never before. Hip slaps, making snaps. Cold cash money and two short raps. Oakland, California, that's where I'm from. The city where the boys say you don't want nothing. But if you do, I'm gonna tell you this. Truths and folks ain't really shit. Wanna roll so hard all the time. You and that bitch playing two short rhymes. If you ask me. What it's all about, I'll say it's about that money. But if you ask me, could you have some? I'll say it doesn't concern me. Ronald Reagan came up to me and said, Do you have the answer to the U.S. economy and a cure for cancer? I said, what are you doing in the White House if you're not selling cocaine? 
ask your wife, Nancy Reagan, I know she'll spit that game. Like one night she came to my house and gave me a blowjob. She licked my dick up and down like it was corn on the cob. What is life? Life is too short. I play young bitches like it's a sport. Yeah, I play bitches just like y'all. Like Dr. J played basketball. You can call me too. Don't say it twice. You get me real mad and I'll fuck your wife. See, I'm not proper. I'm really polite. Too short, too short. Don't say it tonight. It started this morning, a bright morning in 1987. I was in my drop-top caddy, y'all, getting sucked by a bitch named Helen. Nasty bitches around the world. I wrote this rhyme for you. You might not like my rap, but I'm telling you. Bitch is true. true. So much death in the open streets. Am I going to live till next week? Will I get shot by a dope fiend? Trying to get high, trying to steal my ring. That's my stuff right there. I love me some too short. That was too short cuss words. Make sure y'all stream that. That's on my uh playlist as well for Shanice Loves the 80s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the weekend, y'all. Please be safe out there. If y'all go out partying, you know, be with your friends and family. Have fun and be safe. Protect your energy, y'all. Protect your energy. Um, I have a quote. <laughs> it's not mine, so I'm not about to put on an Oscar award performance like I you know what I'm saying? Created it. But I like just sharing positive vibes with my podcast family because y'all are dope and I love y'all. Like for real, for real. So here it is. Well, you know, I'm always saying protect your energy and to protect my energy, it is okay to change my mind. To protect my energy, it is okay to cancel a commitment. To protect my energy, it is okay to take a day off. To protect my energy, it is okay not to answer that call. To protect my energy, it is okay not to share myself. To protect my energy, it is okay to do nothing. To protect my energy, it is okay to be alone. To protect my energy, it is okay to sleep in. To protect my energy, it is okay to speak up. To protect my energy, it is okay to move on. To protect my energy, it is okay to let go. Let that shit go, y'all. To protect my energy, it is okay to change. And I want y'all to, to take that in because there's so much going on and protect your energy. Now, I just want to wish you all good vibes, a beautiful weekend. I will be on Sunday because we about to talk about it. That Power Book 4 recap for the season finale. Shout out to the Power Universe. We're going to talk about that. And I'm going to announce a couple things that I have coming up as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed the recap. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.